Good evening and welcome back to another episode of The Fallen Actor. We take you now to the talent agency located in Midtown Manhattan, where the two talent executives, Jimmy and Doreen, were struggling to figure out who they were going to get to replace their fallen lead star of their hit network sitcom. I don't know. I was thinking maybe somebody like, uh, I don't know, like Jay Leno. Jay Leno has a lot of personality. Jay Leno, Doreen, are you kidding me? The man's a limp fish. He's got no personality. Right, what, are you, what are you talking about? His chin comes in the room before he does. He would be perfect for this sort of thing. That's, I mean, that's a negative for me, the chin coming in. That's freakish, Doreen. Well, we're all out of talent. We're all out of big star, big talent. What do we, what do we got to do? Go to well, local think- level? I think maybe we we do what we did when you and I were coming up in this business, Doreen. We we scrape the bottom of the barrel. We we look for the dregs. We look for the desperate suckers that think they're going to make it big in this town. And and we turn them into someone we can squeeze. Oh, yeah. Squeeze and squeeze. sounds real good. I like to squeeze these tight hands around a tight little body and squeeze all the talent out of them. I can get. I do love watching you do that. It is one of the few pleasures I have in this life. I, I, you know what? I'm on board with you for just, just for this once. Just for this once, I'm on board with you. Let's get the bottom of the barrel. All right. As that conversation went on, downtown Lower Manhattan at the Tin Cup Improv Theater, a group of beginners were warming up and daydreaming about making it big. <clears throat> uh, yes, and we'll get you somewhere. I'm pretty sure about it. I mean, I just learned it today, but I think with this new philosophy, I can apply it to not just improv, but life, my relationships. I'm going to use it to feed my goldfish. Uh, I, I think I can use it for everything. I'm just a girl who can't say no. Kissing's my favorite food. Yes, you are a girl. And I'm a boy. How do you solve a problem like Maria? How do you catch a cloud and pin it down? Improv teacher, improv teacher. I'm sorry, I'm lost. What do I do? I tried yes anding, but it didn't seem to work. Well, you know, uh, you can... You can try active listening. Ooh, ooh, yeah. That'll if, really get some dynamic scenes. If I do that, will I get on Saturday Night Live? Uh, sure. Oh, great, great. Uh, I, also, I don't even. Uh, oh. uh, miss, I, I think you might be confused. This is improv. It's not. It's not musical theater. I'm just singing in the rain. Oh, okay. As a class of beginners went on, the widow of the fallen actor, who was a lead star of the sitcom Towel on the Beach, the widow was getting ready to listen to the reading of the will, expecting a big payday. Will she get it? We're here today to read the will of Johnny Blani, the great actor. And we have no family except the widow. 
and then also the butler. Um, <clears throat> when everyone is ready and seated and when no one is still crying, I will go ahead and rip this manila folder and read the will. I don't hear any crying. I wanna thank you all for being so quiet, although I, I do see some heaving amongst the two of you. Um, usually there's more people here, so, so uh, I apologize if this feels a bit formal and I, I wanna say I, I feel your grief. All right, um, unless there's any questions, I will go ahead and rip the folder and read the will. All right then, there be no questions. Here we go. All right, that was a lengthwise rip. Now I'm going to rip along the top part. I do hope I've left something in the will. Well, uh, Mr. Butler, I, I'm sure as a lifelong servant and the one who was actually with the actor when he died, that I'm sure he'll, he would have taken that into mind. Yes, I was with him when he died. Yes, yes. Um, all right, I'm going to now pull the will out of the manila envelope. Ah, damn it, paper cut. Ah, God, ah, Jesus. Ah, I'm sorry, does, it, does anyone have a Band-Aid? Butler? I do. All right, we will. We'll, Here we'll, is the band aid. All right, I, I don't want to bleed on this will. It's it's a very important and very official document. All right, can you? Um, oh yes, if you could, if you could take the the upper part of the band aid off and just if you could apply it for me, so I of would. Of course, sir. It is my you. duty to serve. Thank, and, and and just just round about the finger. Um, that would you know, nice, nice. Thank you, thank you. Of course, sir. Thank you, thank you. I, I hope you, I hope you do get something, Mr. Butler. And, thank you um, for calling me by my real name. You're welcome. I, I looked it up, and I wanted to make sure I, I did everything that was right today. William Butler of the Butler family have been butlers for generations. It's it's amazing that they. Name the profession after your family. It is a great honor. Yes. Um, and and it's, it's also amazing that uh, the widow, it's actually her first name. Yes, of course. Widow Blonnie. Widow Blonnie, yes. <clears throat> All right. Um, Mrs. Blonnie, oh. do you require a handkerchief for your grief? She she doesn't she doesn't talk much, does she? No, even when Miss the Master was alive, she was something of a quiet individual. Well, you know what they say about people who are quiet. No, I don't. What do they say? Uh, second thought, I, I probably shouldn't say it'd be wildly inappropriate. As you will. Yeah. As the banter went back and forth, back at the Tin Cup Improv Theater, Jimmy and Doreen were taking their seats, ready to watch the beginners take the stage and provide suggestions as they scouted potential bottom-of-the-barrel talent. 
Boy, I don't know about you, Doreen, but I'm feeling downstairs activity for the first time in years. I just can't wait to smell the desperation. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. This has got my Jimmy Jam going. I believe it. I believe it. Boy, that was some great coke that we both just did. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. The Herbert Hoover Comedy Player. Oh, awful name. Woo! I love the name. Woo! person in the audience yeah that's gonna be a hard pass on the herbert hoover's next oh i didn't know we could just do that yeah get out of here hey teacher teacher did the audience have that kind of power uh, i i don't really care so sure oh man Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the Herbert Hoover comedy players. Yeah. See, players is better. I like players better than comedy hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Players, they're going to play hard. They're going to play hard and fast like we, Jimmy. Yeah. But they're not going to play hard to get. Oh. <laughs> and now uh, your second act of the night. Please welcome 49 cents short of a dollar. All right. I, I'm ambivalent about that one. <laughs> all right. Uh, the reason... Uh, that it, uh, it's 49 cents short of a dollar is because this is a solo act. Uh, I've, uh, I've taken, uh, I've taken improv 101 and 102. So you're dealing with like an expert here. Is this part of the monologue? Or I was going to ask, is this, is this part of the show or is this like a pre-roll? Uh, this is, this is where I, uh, like I kind of talk about my life and then I'm going to do, scenes inspired by my life okay get to that part yeah let's let's cut to the chase here come uh, okay, on okay well i i need a i need a suggestion so um besides dildo and pineapple um jay leno is... jay leno jay leno jay leno oh I mean, uh... you really you gotta just ask the man out i mean your obsession and this is 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 very strange i like i like the chase of it i like the tease i like the i'll never get jay leno but i want him and you yeah, want I'm, just, I'm just gonna i'm just gonna say here you know you two uh members of the audience um usually you shut up while the performers are performing well usually son but uh we're not most audience members well who the hell are you we are well, your fate we are your worst nightmare so you're what? saying my fate is going to be my worst nightmare <laughs> generally see yeah Will All right, the one-man well, show be able to wow the studio execs? Will it be Widow or Mr. Butler getting the inheritance? We're going to find out after this commercial break on The Fallen Actor. Good friend, do you wish you had some type of special talent? Good friend, I certainly do. And at the top of that list would be the talent of making friends. Exactly, because without friends, what good is life? Life is a lonely game of singular chess. And that game of singular chess would be a game of solitaire, no? I like the metaphor. That would be a wonderful thing to share with a friend. <sighs> Playing solitaire with a friend, that could be a talent, wouldn't it? Sounds pretty talented to combine something made for one into something made for two. Well, that's what we do here. 
we give you the special talent of thinking that you're not alone with this game of solitaire called I Wish I Had a Friend. I Wish I Had a Friend brand solitaire. Man, if I walked around with this in my pocket, I'd never be lonely again. Exactly, because the people would just be running up to you when they saw how pathetic you looked playing a game that basically just screams out, you really desperately need a friend. Well, I think that this pack does indeed scream out to the masses that I'm lonely and I'm ready. Well, once you've bought this product, you're probably going to want to also think about buying our follow-up product, which is I am extremely horny card game. I see what you're doing. A companion game to a solitaire game. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. And we've got over 10 more card games that just really go through a progression of life from your loneliness and horniness to I want to get married and I'm hungry, feed me, and oh my God, I need a baby and all the way until you die. Sounds great. Like my whole life is laid out for me with a wonderful plan and a wonderful friend. (laughs) And believe me, you need your life completely laid out. So where do you get these amazing card games? Go to www.amazingcardgames.ca.us.com. I like to play solitaire when I'm horny. You get what I'm saying over there on the other side of the class. <laughs> what do you mean we're... Oh, <clears throat> uh, good evening and welcome back to The Fallen Actor. We now take you to the hospital emergency room where the where the attorney, after bumbling through 10 additional paper cuts and now some stitches, was lying in a hospital bed recovering well, but about to read the will to Widow and Mr. Butler. All right, I, uh, I feel like these, these stitches have, have taken hold. They, they were a little loose at first, but, but they, I'm pretty sure they're in there. Uh, Mr. Butler, can you, can you just verify that these stitches have have kind of grafted onto the skin. They're not just hanging there because I don't, I don't want any wounds reopening like they, they have already done a couple times. It does appear that they have adhered to the surface of your finger. May I suggest to you, sir, that perhaps someone else reads the will so as to avoid further injury? Well, it would be good if uh, there was less blood on the will. And yes, I'm, I'm willing to take that, that step. I... I think based on how much I've heard, uh, I mean, with that car ride over here in the, I guess it was an Uber or an ambulance. I was, I was kind of out of it, but, but the, the widow was just so, so profusive and, and just so eloquent in everything that she said. I just, I think it would behoove us to have her say it because it would, it would sound like honestly just angels conversing. <coughs> There, there we go, right there. Just, just the great preamble that we were looking for. And I, I might be high on drugs. I'm not sure, but um, I'm going to hand this over to you, the widow. And uh, it's only three sentences long, so, so I, I, I'm sure that we'll all enjoy it. <coughs> oh, 
dearly beloveds, I leave you life. Consider yourselves lucky. Three very short sentences. I'm going to be honest, that's not exactly what I was expecting. Did he just threaten us posthumously? Wait, could you could you reread that? I was I, I was I was kind of like in a fog. I, I what, what exactly was said? I, I I don't remember hearing either the widow's name or the butler's name. Dearly beloveds, I leave you life. This part, the blood seeped over. Oh. Aren't you already alive? How is he going to leave you life if you're already alive? As the attorney, widow, and Mr. Butler discussed philosophy for many hours in the emergency room, we take you to the next morning, where Jimmy and Doreen, back at the studio office, were a bit hungover after drinking following the improv show, debating whether or not to hire the actor from the one-person show. Oh my god, I feel like death and I want to murder my mother. Yeah, well, you know, I already killed mine. God, back back in 82. Oh, uh, I was speaking metaphorically, but that's crazy. You shouldn't tell that to people. Uh, you're the only one, Jimmy. You're the closest. All right, well, you know you can trust me, Doreen. All right. Well, anyway, we should we should talk about this this 50 cent actor guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know we said we wanted uh, bottom of the barrel, but I think maybe we went a little too far past the barrel. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, I, I clawed the bottom of the barrel with my fingers and I ripped my fingernails off and I got slivers in them. That's how low we went. Yeah, yeah. We went actually into the concrete below the barrel. So do we want to go in the direction of what I'm pretty sure was a bucket of wallpaper paste in human clothes. Well, you know what? I'm going to go with a gut instinct. I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes. And we're going to, we're going to put a prosthetic chin on him. How's that? I, I mean, I'll leave that up to you, Doreen. I, I trust your gut. I'm very friendly with your gut. Uh, I, uh, I, I think it makes good decisions. So, I can't see anything wrong with giving a complete flat line of a human being starring roles in major motion pictures. And a prosthetic chin, yeah. And a and a prosthetic chin. I maybe like go on 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 some message boards, maybe just figure out like what your what your kink is so you can define it, you know? I mean what's what's greater kink than Jay Leno? Come on. The guy's a- with the decision made to bring on the new actor to star in Towel on the Beach. Later that afternoon, having signed the contract, the actor went back to Tin Cup Improv Theater to burn all his bridges, tell everyone he was leaving, and that he was much better than them. Where the hell is that instructor? That low-life, know-nothing, complete lazy ass who gave me a critical note in one of my scenes once. Where is he? Are you, are you sleeping during a class, you clown? The sun will come out tomorrow. Why would you let that woman still stay here? 
This Go isn't away. a music class. Go away, Jimmy. You, I'm shaking your neck. Hey, hey, hell. Hey, 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 idiot coach. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to be a major. Okay, I'm sorry. My my chin is stuck in your nose right now. You, yeah. You need to let go of it. I'm, like, I'm like, really get, get your, to. Get, get your freaking. Do you ever shave? I, it's stuck in there real bad. God. Look, look, I know you liked Del Close, but he did shave once in a while. I, there's no evidence of that. I, okay, yeah, I need, just, just, okay, I need this chin. Without this chin, I might not get this role. I need the chin back. I, I, I can't get it out. Are you eating my chin? I'm, it's actually, it's like soy-based. Dude, dude, I, I, I pay you $10 for a three-hour class. Can't you afford real food? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. I, I go through garbage routinely for my meals. I'm just, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to rip this chin off my face. And I'm just going to give it to you. Cause I'm guessing they've got more than one chin. Well, that's probably a good bet. Mm. Yeah. You remember me. You remember me while you eat my chin, you stinking carcass of a man. And woman, woman, you you can't sing. Well, you can't sing cats. I'm pretty sure that's common. No, she just can't sing. Ah, you know, tomato, potato. As the bridge was burnt for good, we'll find out if that was the right choice for him to make when he's on table on the beach. And we're going to see how that will's going to turn out after this commercial break on The Fallen Actor. Hello, friend. Are you bleeding copiously from various orifices? It just started. Well, sounds like you might have bad blood. No, it's not just a popular song from a number of years ago. It's also a proven medical condition that affects those with weak constitution, bad humors, and imbalance of the four biles. Oh, no, I, I have bad blood, and I have all those other things as well? Oh, yes, everyone does, and it's almost constantly a problem. When Mercury's in retrograde, you know that your blood will be bad, but do you know what'll help? Well, if I know anything about Mercury in retrograde, I have no idea what would help. That's right. So try crystal tea. We take the nourishing healing power of crystals, grind it up, put it in tea bags, and sell it to you, the discerning consumer. I you feel the scratchy the scratchiness in your throat, that means that it's working. I believe in crystals, and I believe in you. That's good. You should always trust the little voice in your head, especially the one that's talking to you at 3.30 on a Wednesday in the middle of your job. And because I'm on my medication, I know it's not my schizophrenia talking. That's true. So when you feel just a little bit off or like the world's kind of getting you down a little, reach for your bag of crystal tea. And lithium. That too, but we don't sell that as part of the product. Oh, okay. Crystal tea. Hey, crystals are good for something, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
available at every fine hippie store that's three doors down from the mall. This time, bring me a tea with some flavor to it, not this cr- cr- Oh, crap, sponsors. <clears throat> Hi there. Welcome back to The Fallen Actor. We go now to New York University, where the attorney, Widow, and Mr. Butler have called together a combined meeting of the philosophy departments and the legal departments to try to analyze what the will means and who gets what. So I, I'd like to uh, just go ahead and open it up uh, to the floor um, and, and just <clears throat> just get everyone's opinion, uh, but, but one at a time, please. Uh, one at a time. I think that the will means that all the hired help should get new feather dusters and comfortable, breathable pants. Yes, uh, thank you, thank you, Butler. You you'd explain that uh, on the car ride over here. But but some of the philosophers, the 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 people who deal with these type of issues, or the legal scholars who would know what the hell that that meant when the will was read out. I I would like to hear from any of you, any of I, you. I'd like to speak on the behalf of the philosophy department, if I may. Or and what what uh, what philosophy uh, are you an expert in? And. And? Can't. Oh, can't. Yes. <laughs> but as we all know, philosophy tells us, uh, we all know that existence is pain and to have pain is to exist. One cannot leave one happiness because happiness does not happen if one is existing. So as such, I believe that that will means that the, the star Johnny Blonnie was not leaving anything to anyone who is currently alive, but metaphysically to himself in his deceased form. Huh. Huh. Um, all right. Well, well, that's that's one viewpoint. Um, let's get a second one just for completeness, because I think that first one was really good. Hi, yes, yes. Here, Professor Klaus. Yeah, uh, I, I am professor in Wittgenstein. And so, as we know, the words do not have carry meaning unless we imbue them with meaning. And so it's all essentially irrelevant did you did you say birds don't carry meaning a birds have no inherent meaning bird a bird a, a, a verb a, a bird a verb this is exactly why we stopped using birds you 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 have no more birds I shall return to Germany. Dear God. Um, uh, okay. I, I don't know was if there was a, uh, like a point to that. Uh, but, but I, I think I like the, 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 the Kant, the can't, the, the, the Kant, the Kant expert. Kant? How, how do you pronounce it, sir? It's pronounced can't. Can't. Good. Like C-A-N-T. It's pronounced that way, but it's spelled with a K. Why? Was he just trying to be difficult? No, K. Correct, K. Correct? This is spelled with a C, not a K. Mrs. Blonnie, wow, the attorney is engaged with these people of learned intelligence. Might I speak to you? 
please feel free to talk. Did you I, mean me or the no, attorney? I, I wasn't. I was trying. I was trying to get away from the rest of you so I could speak to Mrs. Blonnie. Wait, Mr. Butler, oh, were you trying to were you trying to take the widow aside and have I, a private conversation? I, I was. Why would you do that? This we're in an institution of truth and justice and philosophy. Why would a private conversation have any place here whatsoever? Well, I was going to ask her if she wanted to get out of here and get a drink with me. Because frankly, the rest of you are getting somewhat tiresome and it doesn't really look like either of us are going to get anything in the will. And I must confess, I have had some feeling for you for some time, but when the master was alive, I could do nothing about it. You, you know, you're, you were talking to me. So when you I'm said you had some not. feelings for me. I'm, I'm, no, I'm definitely talking to the widow. Wait, are you sure you're talking to her? Because I'm pretty sure you were looking at me. Well, I have a lazy eye, so it, it might have looked like I was talking to you, but I look, it doesn't matter. Do you Are you sure it? you don't have feelings for me? I'm pretty sure. I, in fact, I'm I'm starting to wish I had let you bleed to death back in the law office. Look, I, I know because I've had Band-Aids wrapped upon my finger before that you did not wrap that Band-Aid in a non-feeling way. As Mr. Okay. Butler professed his feelings, presumably to Widow, possibly to the attorney, that evening... It was at the studio where Towel on the Beach was being filmed, the first episode after Johnny Blonnie's passing, but with the new star, as Jimmy and Doreen nervously watched the live studio audience to see their reaction. I'm biting my nails here, Jimmy. I'm just I'm biting them all off. They're down I, in the nubs. I, I, I can see that. You should probably put Band-Aids on those. I don't know if we're going to be able to use any of this. Yeah, it, it really, really worries me the way his physicality looks. I don't really think it's all that attractive today. He looks like a plank of wood. You're right. You're right. And he's not saying anything, even though we yelled, we yelled action about two, two and a half minutes ago. And he still hasn't said anything. He's just staring straight at the camera. He kind of reminds me of an ironing board. Yeah, ironing board's a good example. Yeah, yeah. Flat as an ironing board. Um, I think maybe a rebranding initiative is in order here. Excuse me, excuse me. Um... Do we want to go with the laugh track, even though it would seem wildly inappropriate here because there's no actors actually speaking, although they do seem to be walking around the set. Do, do you want us to go with the laugh track? Because, because frankly, we're not getting any response from the audience whatsoever. I think well, you should just put any sound that you have out there right now. Any sound. Yeah. Well, and I mean, wait, if we've got a laugh track, then why the hell are we recording this in front of a studio audience? Who gives a shit what these mouth breathers think? Hey, we can hear you. Yeah, I know. Do you validate parking? No. Oh. Now, look, I think maybe we pivot on this, Doreen. Well, I don't know about what your gut's thinking, but maybe we pivot on this. We turn this into some artsy-fartsy bullshit that the, you know, the, the stoned-out uh, teens and the, and the university assholes are going to love. They're going to find a lot of meaning in it. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting yeah. it. He, he, he is an ironing board. Okay, he's an ironing board. He's a blank canvas. He's flat. He's boring. Yeah, he's a tabula rasa, as they say in my philosophy class. 100% tabula rasa. And everybody puts their own meaning onto it. And they all think they they all think they see something. But guess what? There's nothing really. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. I love it. Doreen, I love it. And Doreen, I think I love you. I think I I, I think I think that this is going to be something real special. Oh, my God. Special in that it's going to make us a lot of money. Oh, my God. Oh my God! Who's that man? Who's that man in the shadows walking out from that? Oh, is that? Is that? 
It's Jay Leno. Uh, oh, boy. Will Jay Leno become the new star of Towel on the Beach? And what's going to happen to Jimmy's professional love now that Doreen has a possible chance with Jay Leno? And does the widow and Mr. Butler find true love? Well, you're going to got to listen next week to The Fallen Actor to find out. This is KLC 1150 AM radio broadcasting out of Oakland, California. Oh, that operated by the I Wish I Had a Friend Corporation with affiliates in Sacramento and Merced is authorized by the Federal Communications Commission. We will see you again at 6 AM and we wish you a pleasant good night. This now concludes our broadcast day. Do we have to do that paper cut scene like over and over again? I, I, I feel like, like, I lost a lot of lot of blood. Yeah, I don't know why we did that for real. Did it's we, called method acting, Carl. Did we get two different scripts mixed together? <laughs> Does anyone feel like this is a dig at us because we're actors? Yeah, I also felt a little personally attacked by this. And, you know, come to think of it, my agent is named Jimmy Doreen, which is a little... I, I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. I think these writers are still angry about the uh, actor strike we had a couple months ago. Act a couple. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I was there. Mm. Yeah. I, well, you know, I mean, now they know how we felt during the writer's strike. God, we had to use improv during really? the, that episode. That really, that really <laughs> fucked us. Oh wait, seven was a rough year. What happened to the improviser we hired for this episode? Uh, he flaked. He uh, he had to pick up a shift at the restaurant. Typical. Yeah, well, you know, actors. Wait, oh boy. <laughs> Wait, I, you know, I, I think improv might be useful for like real life conversations, though. Shut the fuck up, Ron. Yeah, yeah okay. come on. I'm sorry. Ron. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Remember which side you're on, Ron. I'm sorry. I hate you, Ron. <sighs> I know everybody does. Go get a pack of solitaire cards. Yeah, if you can find yeah. someone to play with. <laughs> the only date you go on involves solitaire, Ron. Oh, date oh. with Rosie Palms and her five daughters. You know what sucks is I have to I have to put up with all this, and the, my parents still get all my income. Ha, that what? You're not a child actor, Ron. You're, you're not 35. anymore. You're not anymore. Old. Ron, your attorney is worse than the guy you were portraying in the show. That's true. Hey, meth- it's method acting. No, it's, it's like, not. That's a stupid excuse. That's not <laughs> method acting, Ron. That's just sad. Hey, uh, one one quick question. The the red light on the camera means that it's uh that it's off, right? No. Oh well. No. Uh, oh shit. We uh, love the I mean, writers. Uh, yeah, we love you, writers. I mean, all they heard was us shit talking, Ron. Though, so hey, come on, writers, meet in the middle. Mommy and Daddy, I, I uh, please don't think I hate you, and I still want my allowance. Oh boy, 